Can I say the N-word real quick? Yeah. Negroni. Negroni. That's what I'm drinking. A Negroni. Again. Again. I was drinking a Manhattan, which was very tasty, but I ran out of rye whiskey. I don't want to use the bourbon because that'll, I don't know. I'm just not in the mood, I guess. See, I'm, I'm going to get tequila tonight. Yeah. Some margaritas. I feel like this is closer to, a, it's not close at all. It's grapefruit, but it's closer than a fucking bourbon. Yeah. Anyway. So I was I was I was on this hot date, right? Okay. Big breast. Right. Fat. Booty. Yes. Yes. And then your mom just went home. She turned uh, it down. That's well. What a bitch. She has standards. I know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame your mom if she didn't want to date me. <laughs> maybe if you got puppets, maybe. Oh. Ooh. Let's talk about that. Baby, I like it raw. Oh, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, "It's better than yours." And I'm like, "Damn right!" No, I don't remember the rest of that song. Um, you get the gist of it. That's basically the whole song, right? Getting published. I have a piece that's finally in progress. Ooh. I had submitted a story, fucking like in December. I'm not gonna name the magazine. I submitted it. And it was on the back burner so long that I said, fuck it. And I published it on DPW. And then all of a sudden now, it's because it's uh, I use submittable. It says received. And that's just like they got it, but they're not fucking ever looking at it. Well, now it's finally in progress. I just I see the shadow of Nitro just throwing something around. He's been very good so far. So he's well, no, it, it looks like a stuff, you know, it looks like one of his toys. But he's like, he's just, I can see his shadow of him just like. Argh. When Mindy's not here, he's very good at not destroying things. Usually, except for that one time. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Sorry, sorry. So my story is in progress. So I went on the old DPW and I kind of just made Same it private. Thing, yeah. So they can't look at it and say it's published somewhere. So I'm having high hopes for it because I felt like it was a very a fairly solid story, and I have an essay out there too that I'm still waiting on. But I just turned that in not too long ago, so I actually have some prospects nice. on the horizon. And I saw I saw recently we posted a um, thing for different places that are accepting like commissions and contests and stuff. Yeah, that was just the thing I was looking at. Um, I like to, but I mean that's help still, out our fans here yeah. and there. I posted one on the website, I think last year. Hell, I, I mean, hell, I mean that's just, that. That's good for me because I'm terrible for looking up that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always like, I need to like try to submit the different things and stuff like that, but never bother. Every uh, few months, I try to publish or post who's looking for work because I, you know, we don't pay. Yeah, and granted, I love when you guys submit to us and we can publish your work and stuff. And also, by the way, we know I'm getting that in a second. I uh, I want to see you guys get paid, though. That's yeah. the main thing. Like, that's we, what we, we care w- about. We want to get paid. We want you yeah. guys to get paid. Yeah. I mean, so we don't pay. We're nonprofit, So we don't give a fuck if you, you know, publish through us or not. I mean, we give a fuck, you know, as regards to having work out there and getting you guys some attention. But we want to see you get paid. We want to see you do the best you can. So if you can get published by a mainstream article... Or, I mean, a mainstream magazine, which has happened now. A couple of our writers have got back to me and said, hey, can you get rid of the thing I submitted to you or, you know, make it private because I actually got my work acceptance to this magazine. Yeah. So, I'm like, I have no problem doing that. So, 
they, I always tell people right off the back whenever they send work to us, hey, if you ever want to submit to somewhere else, go ahead, just let me know. I'll make it private. Nobody can read it. They won't be able to see it. And you can get published somewhere else. Get that fucking paper. Yeah, get that credit. Yeah. One of our writers, I shared her work recently. I was I forgot to mention this to you. She is almost finishing a book now. I think she said she had a week or two left on it. And it's a print. She's going to have a print edition oh. too. She's going to send it to us for free. Oh, nice. If we, and she's a really good writer. So if uh, I'm not going to mention her. Her name just now. I don't, want to, put, I don't want to put the pressure on her well, since her, it's not finished. Yeah, let her finish it and stuff. Yeah, but um, maybe that'll be a book of the month. Oh, this summer. that sounds like yeah. Yeah, and she's a really good writer. She, um, uh, the name is evading me right now with the story. Uh, it was a very good story though. She sent to her winter submission period, and I really like her work. So I am definitely down to read that. And a print book is always fucking welcome. Yes. I had somebody send me a print book a couple months back. It was really good. So I love when you guys do that. If you want to do that in the future, go ahead. Um, as regards to my personal writing, I did start on the short story collection I was talking about. The one where the guy goes to hell and it goes into like the hotel. Oh, yes. Um, for anybody who didn't hear that episode, my the premise of this story is a guy... Who may have done something terrible. He ends up in hell, which is a big hotel. And pretty much a hotel with endless levels. The demons are going to take him to his room for his personal torture. And he runs away from them. And as he's running from them, he goes through these corridors of hell. And he'll duck out into rooms here and there. And each room is a random person. And that random person, he has to watch what got them in hell. Their story... And that's, that'll be the short stories of them is each person's individual hell. And those stories are based on the seven deadly sins. I actually did the outline for it already. And I wrote the introduction, like how, you know, him getting to hell. So now he's like working his way to actually the short stories. And you're going to do each story yourself? Yeah, I'm going to do all the stories. I was thinking, unless you want to do a short story collection. You want to jump on board? I mean, if you, I, I can do a story if you want uh, to. Well. Maybe. I don't know whenever you plan on trying to have it, you know, done or whatever. As soon as possible. But I, I, didn't know. Know, I, I, I didn't know if you were planning on just doing it yourself or, like, we've had a couple of different people, like, on staff sending stuff, and I wasn't sure what your what your thought process on that was. I'm not sure. I was thinking, like, I already wrote the char- just the outline for the characters of what, like, the you know, the individual sins. Yeah. For instance, the first guy is Gluttony. And he is an Australian... I heard about this on the Brogan podcast. Gave me the idea. It was, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Guy was talking about, in Australia, they have people who get paid to shoot rabbits because there's so many rabbits. Yeah. So the first hit was like gluttony. And it was going to have something to do with the guy that's hired to shoot rabbits. And <laughs> maybe he like fucking... Not, it's not the rabbits he's killing. He gets like a fucking hunger for killing things. And maybe he goes too extreme and... And then I have, uh, it, it, it will go in layers too. Like my main, my protagonist is going to go through, uh, the hotel and it gets more decrepit and shitty looking. Like it starts off like a normal hotel. Yeah. But as he goes through the layers and these demons are chasing them, like the hallways, like eventually become like stone and shitty looking. It's like he's going down into a dungeon. And like, and like he, tore down and, and probably as he goes down, pieces. yeah, the sins are getting to get worse. So... While it starts off nice and like gluttony is not a major sin, I would say 
when you get to, you know, you have envy, wrath. I have yeah. greed. Greed is a guy that's going to be a Scroder character. Yes. Off of somebody you yes. know. Yes. He's going to be a Scroder character. What is, wait, which, which sin is he? His, his is uh, greed. And okay. it's, it's going to be a slumlord in, like, say, a New York or something who has an apartment complex that he, you know, neglects and he's a slumlord and it collapses, kills a shitload of people. Well, he's clearly going to be on, like, a lower level. So it's, like, real decrepit down there. Everything's shitty. The fucking, the sinner doesn't even have their door shut because they're, like, so in, they're in so much despair that they don't. Is that how you're going to have him, like, through each floor? He's just going to go into, like, a random room? Yeah, he's just got to duck out whenever the the things are the demons are trying oh, to get demon, him. Okay. They're trying to take him to his room because the end of the st- well before okay, we get well, there we're, we're, without giving away I don't care because it's gonna be so long by the time it comes out. But it goes down like one of the characters like a gangbanger and he I forget what sin he has but he's like on the lower level he's killed some people. So as you're gonna have like eat like you said the first floor is gluttony. So like and I don't know if they, this will matter to your story if you thought about it. So it's like it's every. Like, because I'd imagine each room on that floor is a different sin. So is that just like the floor of gl- gluttony? I was thinking about that. Maybe it's like the floor and then he of gluttony. Just ha- and he just happens to, as the things are chasing into him, he just happened to be going into whatever that yeah. room well, is. Well, the rooms are at random, but I was going to play it as, yeah, the first room's going to be gluttony because that's kind of a lesser sin, but... That would be all the sins. It wouldn't necessarily be like going on the seven deadly sins in regards to that. It's not just going to be a sin of gluttony. It's going to be just like lesser fucking things that got you to hell. But the farther you go down, obviously, the worse the sins get. Like I said, there's going to be a gangbanger. He might have killed some people or some shit. He's lower down. And I was going to have it where it ends like... Our main character, because he gets so decrepit in the hallways, he ends up like falling through the floor. So he go he skips a couple floors. So he, he skips some like whatever sins would be on those floors. And he ends up in, like, this fucking super dank. The ground's made of fucking bones. Like, everything's real gross. And he goes down, and there's only one room left. Then he has no choice. He has to go in that room. That's his his room. room? And it turns out his sin was, like, I'm thinking wrath. Because I was looking at the seven deadly sins. They're not actually as cool as, like, the Ten Commandments. (laughs) So I was thinking wrath. But I was going to – because I started off where the very first paragraph is – he gets a bullet in his head, like a, it, sh- it shows like a bullet exploding in his head, and then there's nothing, and then he ends up in hell. So you don't know what kill, like how he died. Well, it turns out he was like a Ted Bundy character. Uh, so he was like fucking. He he was a serial worst killer. Worst of the worst. Yeah. So the guy that you're feeling for, the protagonist, actually the worst of the worst, and he ends up in the darkest pit of hell. That makes me. You know what that reminds me of? That episode of Black Mirror with the 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 kid looking at like the the kitty porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really, you really like that kid. I that was the best episode, I, in my opinion, because that kid and the actor was so good. Yeah, and he looks so innocent. But at the very beginning, he looks at the little girl, and you're like, "Wait a minute!" And then your leg, he beats off and stuff. And it's so weird because like you're almost kind of thrown off by it because the kid himself is still like in high school. No, I think what he's out he? of high school. He's an adult, but he's like barely. He's like twenty or something. So it's like we something you wouldn't even necessarily associate with him because when you you, you think of that kind of guy you think you, like an old 40 or something year old dude glasses yeah or, but he Pencil was like mustache a, yeah but that was like that was an excellent fucking episode but he um yeah that was an excellent episode because you just you feel for the character the whole time and at the very end you're like wait he's a fucking pedophile and at the end how do i feel now yeah and at the end you're still just like after it's over you're like i don't because like that was fucked up what they did to him 
But he kind of deserves Granted, as a pedophile, he didn't act on his pedophilia yeah. urges yet as of the story. He, But he did watch, like, you know, Por- yeah. child porn videos with exploitation of children. It's disgusting. So you're like, well, fuck this guy. But at the same time, the acting was so good. And you're like, oh, man. Like, that was a really... They did such an excellent job of showing how that is a gray area if you actually look into it. Yeah. Like somebody that hasn't acted on those urges but has those urges. You're like, ooh. But that's kind of the way I want to go about this story is I want you to feel for the guy in hell. You want to be like, oh, fuck, why is he in hell? And I'm going to give little flashbacks to his story and kind of things like that. But I don't want to. I don't want to describe it until the very end. But each, you know, each short story is somebody's personal hell. So I could tell an individual story. But they all relate to him in some way. Yeah, it'll, it'll show that he's the worst of the worst. That's why he's in the deepest part of hell. So the, the demons weren't actually trying to collect him to take him to his room. They were just showing him yeah. to his room. I think So I think that's a cool premise. I don't yeah, know that if is I, pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It almost feels a little too personal just because of the idea. I don't know if I want somebody else to write that, one of those I stories. I mean, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I really liked it. And if we do a short story collection for DPW this summer, we already have some. I already have some work at least yeah. ready for it. So I wouldn't really have to write anything. I'll just have to wait for anybody else. I would say with this thing, with the, the hotel thing and all that, is that something you want to try to put into, like you said, like a collection? You uh, like That's not going to be on the site. That's going to be like an a, actual. A actual collection. And I'll probably shop that around to some agents. And I was looking at uh, different contests. There is a shitload of short story contests, published work or not published short story collection, that the prize is like 15 grand. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm talking about a lot of them. So that kind of, that's what kind of got me really like pumped up to do it because I was already going to do it, but I was like, well, wait a minute. Now there might be some actual avenue I can submit this to. Yeah. If you can get 15 grand for that, that yeah. So what I'll do is before I submit to any agents, I'll do the ones that, it has to be unpublished. Yeah. And then if it doesn't do well with those, I will submit to agents. And if I can get published, and I think the idea is solid enough, it's just I got to write it well. Yeah. Then I can um, submit again because the other, the other uh, contests were for short story collections that were already published. You have to be – it has to be published through a publisher. Fuck it. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean that's – that's like you. If that'd be the ideal scenario, you get published by uh, you know some kind of publishing house, so you get that probably ten fifteen grand for the the uh, you know the collection and then whatever um, royalties you might get from a first time published author. You're not gonna get a lot of money, but if you could also give that to uh, one of these short story collections, get another fifteen grand. Oh, now yeah. you're making out pretty decent. Yeah. And it, since it's a short story collection, not a novel, I feel like I write that a lot faster. And it just gives you, like, that can actually give you some breathing room to be, like, I can maybe take some time now and focus yeah. on some, right? Like, you know what I mean? If I can Maybe get, take, like, an extra day off a week at work, at work or something like that, or you know what I mean? If I got 15 or especially 30 grand, <sighs> the, at, you know, then you have to pay the taxes and shit, but after all but that... But still, you still get a good day. Say, say I knocked out an even $22,000. Between contest and publishing rights and all, you know, or uh, whatever the publisher gives me and shit, say twenty two grand. That's enough where I can just be like, I'm not gonna work Fridays anymore. Yeah, that's fucking that that extra day. That is enough where I can get a lot of writing done, and move on, and maybe create something out of that. You know, grow on that. And 
And you won't be as worn out on other days. Mm-hmm. So you can get even more writing done on your off days or after work. It's just a... My problem right now is with work, I get so exhausted physically and mentally by the time I get home. It is really hard for me to sit down and write. Yeah. Because my- I just don't have to... Like, during the day I have creativity, so I'll write down ideas... But I'm working, so I don't have time to actually, you know, write. But then when it comes time to write, I'm so fucking tired. And then the weekends, I'm recuperating. Yeah, Yeah, mine's so much... I feel mine's so much more mental than physical. I just feel like work... You're burnt out. Yeah, it's just... It's drilling a hole in my head with, like, a laser beam every day. Well, here are two separate scenarios that I am 100% thinking about taking. One, booking a hotel room. Like, take it, because I get uh, two weeks and some change for a vacation a yeah. year. I usually take one vacation with the missus to yeah. take a big vacation, and then I never take the other one. I just cash it out. Yeah. Um, well, well, thinking, do, you, do you have to use it all in a thing, or can you take a day, take a day? I like, can take it whenever I want. Because then, I think, cause like, I, I think what, then you just use it for, like, whenever we do, like, conventions and stuff, too. Yeah, but even But that's so, only, I, like, a day or two. I usually you, end up... Getting paid for a week's of vacation that I just didn't use. Yeah. Personal time vacation, sick time, whatever, all that dumb shit. But I'm thinking either taking like a couple four-day weekends. Yeah. And maybe doing like getting a hotel. Or what I really like is because last year I went to Hocking Hills in Ohio and got a cabin. Oh, yeah. The cabin had Wi-Fi. And we went there for the weekend. It was uh, a couple hundred bucks or something. Probably not even that much. It wasn't, wasn't very expensive. I would totally pay 100 200 bucks. Get a fucking cabin for four days and just write. Yo, yeah. That would be phenomenal because there's no distractions out there. Yeah. Because even a hotel, like, you know, you got a pool, you got some room service and shit. I just fucking bring some snacks with me, mm. go to the fucking cabin, and just sit there and write for the weekend. That would be amazing. And well, would you think the missus will let you go for four days by yourself? Does she have a choice? <laughs> I don't think she would like it, but she would. But I mean, I'll do it. It doesn't have to be like that far. I mean, I could do whatever cabins around Ohio Pile or mm. it's like an hour away. There's some things closer by than fucking Ohio. But yeah. Regardless, I just like if I got a hotel room, that might be suspicious. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm yeah. just writing. I get in trouble. <laughs> but needless to say, I am like just with the uh, the two things I have in because I don't submit too often anymore. And I probably should, like, to magazines and things like that. But, like, what I have submitted now, just in progress and, you know, ready to get reviewed, that kind of got me motivated to work a little harder. And I just, I feel like once I get over that little hump, just getting published in something for, like, the first time. Oh, yeah, it gives you, it, it gives you some momentum. Yeah. It makes the, it, it will make you feel like, oh, well, this was, this was actually worth something. Like, I, I yeah. I, See, the thing is, a lot of the stuff I write, I end up just putting on DPW. I don't submit anywhere. It's very, like, anything I've submitted to magazines was old stuff I've, I've written. And I definitely wasn't that good of a writer compared to what I am, like, what I am now, back when I wrote those. Yeah. So I feel like my current work is perfect because I've read some things, way too many things in literary magazines that are just shit. And I know I write better than that. So I can definitely get published somewhere it's just a matter of writing it and publishing it and then like my main thing is i want to keep putting stuff on the site 
So usually I just put that on the like whatever I'm writing, I just put it on the site and don't yeah. even think about submitting it somewhere. But I think maybe in the what we should start doing from now on, we could publish it on the site. But then when we submit it, you know, Take, I'll yeah. also submit it somewhere and just make it private. Yeah. And if it get, if it gets rejected, just unprivate it. Yeah. You know, just make it viewable for everybody. And then if it does you know, do well, just leave it private. Yeah. That's fine because we are in control. We can do whatever it's we want. It's all stories. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. I still have a couple short stories, three of them just in the back burner. And I've kind of thinking I'm just going to abandon them to get this collection out. Of yeah. There. That seems maybe like the. I, I don't want to ignore the website like as far as submitting work. And maybe I should do like a spring or a summer submission period so I can get some work and so I don't have to mm-hmm. actually focus on writing stuff for the site. I feel like if I'm going to grow as a writer and get my name out there, I kind of have to yeah. start doing some work on my own that's not you know related to the site, even if that means mm-hmm. our views get mm-hmm. you know smaller. And then what's also too is about what's good with that collection is too, with it being a series of short stories, you can always do like... A short story. Take a break. And then do like a flash fiction for the website. Go back to do a story, you know. Yeah, things like that. I mean, as far as articles and stuff, I haven't written any in months just because I've been focused on other work. And I've written two really long stories now that I'm going to publish on the website. So I'm thinking maybe I should make those a serial story. That'll fucking kill a couple months for each story. And then you, I know you got some work in the queue. Yeah, you got I, some. Uh, you got that butcher story and some other things you're yeah. working on. And say I just, I just turned in um, that uh, demon story we were talking about, which couple- published Saturday, because yeah. this is going to be up on Friday. But that is actually today at yeah. the, of the recording. That flash fiction, which I definitely, we, we, me and Kev were talking earlier. Uh, it definitely has legs to be at least a short story. I think you should work on making that a very funny short story. Yeah. Like, I think, honestly, I think that has real legs. Like, yeah. I think that would be very popular. Maybe, maybe I can do that. and after That might I, even be good for the short story. That's collection. what I was going to say, because I did that. I finished that yesterday. And then this morning, before coming over to, to, uh, to record, I... Did a couple more hundred hundred words on to uh, the butcher story, which I'm very close. So, You've been so close forever. So close, like I'm in, I'm in the last conversation that happens, like that right before the like the the kind of I don't want to say twist, but like the thing that makes you yeah. want to get into like the next story. I'm so very close. So I'm hoping once I once we get done with this and I get home, I'll get something to eat. Finally finish that first draft and like not necessarily work on the second draft, but go through and um just fix some things. Yeah, like all the all the the swig get the the swiggy the red swiggy lines yeah. taken care of. So whenever I go to do a redraft, I'm not trying to be like, wait, what was I trying to do here? Yeah. Like you know, just kind of fix some of that kind of stuff. So so the next process is easier. Which like I was kind of. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm finally signing to get some stuff done and stuff like here. Then I just listened for, like, the last half an hour of yeah. everything that you got done. And I was just like, oh, shit. Well, I just, <laughs> I didn't do anything. I think you should definitely finish that story. Maybe outline the second part. And I would say take a break. Work on your demon story. Yeah. 
and then with fresh eyes go back to the yeah. first draft of the butcher story and really you know fix it up because my first drafts always suck oh yeah and i find like the paint story and different things i find when i take some time take some time off and then go back i can when i go back with fresh eyes it's like i'm reading something somebody else written you know wrote so i can it's easier, have new ideas for it, and it's easier for you to um, have a more critical eye. Yeah, so towards I can, what needs to be fixed. I can really apply myself to making the story better if I take like a month or because a lot of problem, like a problem, a lot of writers have. They don't want to take the time off, which I, I understand because you know if you're especially if you're jazzed about a story, you write the first draft. You want to go right into the second draft, but you shouldn't. Yeah, because you might be. Oh, this is great. You're too oh, close this is to awesome it. To this. Yeah, but you're too close to it. You're reading it because the, the, when the story is in your head, you're overlook. You're gonna overlook any kind of things that might. Like, like we were talking to anybody who listened to the previous uh, episode of our book review. It was very good. We really liked it, but we both agreed that it could have used probably another pass through by him or an editor. Yeah. You miss so, things. If so you I just... wouldn't be surprised if he just he if he wrote it and then you know did another pass real quick and didn't notice some of the like you know the mistakes we were yeah. talking, some of the typos and different things like that. Take one to three months off. I would recommend. And when you go back, the story at that point is like you're reading somebody else's story. So you have more of an editor's mind or a reader's mind when you're going into it. So if you're reading it. You'll spot those things instantly, but when you're fresh, just writing something, and you go into the second draft, your your mind's still where it was when you were writing it originally, so you're going to skip over those little fuck-ups. Yeah. You don't want to do that. So always take a break. It sucks. It sucks, especially when you're jazzed about something, but it's something that has to be done. Unless you have a professional editor on hand, which can cost thousands. I don't. I like to think I do a very good job of editing, but I miss stuff in my own work. Yeah. Like especially like flash fiction and short stories I do for the site because I do a first draft and then I just do an editing pass. It, it always, and I fucking miss things sometimes. And I'll go back. Mindy, like Mindy will read one and be like, "Hey, this is shitty." I'm like, "Why?" I'm like, "Look what you missed." And I'm like, "It's not that shitty, but yeah, I get what you're saying." <laughs> <laughs> and that's like. Every did to um call out another or shout out another writing podcast, the the Dead Poets Society or Dead Robot Society. Anytime when they get into editor talk and they talk about like how much it like it just it's always just a kick in the dick, just like oh man. But it's like it's something one of those things that you might you really need to consider sometimes. Here's the thing. I find when I write, my story isn't a story until the third pass. I'll do the first write-up, like, you know, just the first draft. Yeah. And like I've said, I've, especially when I, uh, different software I use now, I don't edit as I go, at least, at least as much as I used to. So I try not to edit as I go and I write the first draft. I'll take a little break and then I'll go back to the second draft and I'll do some rewrites and stuff. But the third draft, like the, would be the final draft for me is when I fucking really get into like changing things now i've been having a question i've been wanting to ask you about whenever it comes into rewrites what's your process for rewrites do you either like um just whenever you're like you say you got the first draft done and you go into the second draft 
do you just make changes to that first draft or do you like copy and paste that that draft onto a new document and then change it so you have both like the first draft and the second draft there available to to look through well for me and I mean this can depending on what you're writing like if it's a, a short story hence to like a longer novel I you know could change I'll give you a breakdown of every style I write if I do flash fiction since the WordPress updated, uh, we have the Gutenberg editor now. It doesn't have like the spell check, grammar check thing. So I just use Google Docs, even yeah. for flash fiction. Usually, like, and I got you Grammarly. Yes. With that, one pass is usually good enough for a flash fiction because, you know, 500 words and you, 500 to 1,000, and you might um, do a little rewrites here and there, but, you know, you get the gist of the yeah. story. But for, say, a short story, I can use, like, a thousand to five thousand words. I'll do Google Docs and Grammarly, and what I'll do is I'll do a first pass, which is me just writing the story out caveman style. Even if it's just like Rebecca went to the mall, yeah. Rebecca ordered a coffee, and then she went home and got cheated on by her boyfriend. And then I'll actually make that fucking yeah. nice later. <laughs> make it readable. second pass. I will do the edits for the shitty grammar and spelling. And then I'll also make it nice. Third pass. I'll go edit shitty grammar and heavier rewrites to make it good. And sometimes a fourth pass. But if I'm doing a longer collection, I'll use Scrivener. I'll write in Scrivener. I will, um, which has like your spelling grammar type of checks already. I'll do like kind of the process uh, process I just mentioned, but then I will copy paste usually individual chapters, put it into like Grammarly and to go over that and I'll do some rewrites and then I'll put it into the Hemingway editor I have to make sure it's not too complicated and that kind of spots things that are really shitty in your writing. Like maybe you have a sentence that just keeps going and going and maybe the paragraphs are too hard to read. Just different things like that. And then I'll go back to Scrivener and fill it out. But when what it mainly comes down to is three or four pa- passes usually is pretty good for a longer work. As far as like flash fiction or something, one or two will do you. The main thing is you're just getting the story conveyed the way you want it to. And as far as rewrites, like for me, rewrites are kind of the actual writing for me. Because the first pass is just getting the story on the paper. Yeah. You're just throwing up the fucking story. You're just, ugh, and then there's the story. The second pass is actually forming that glob yeah. of throw up into something people want to look at. And then the third passage is, the is t- the, cleaning it up. Yeah, polishing of the turd. Yeah, and then if you do a fourth passage, that's like really detailed shit. But normally you don't even need that. I hope I answered your question appropriately. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, what's your uh, current techniques for... You normally just write flash fiction or short stories. Yeah, I just um, write the whole thing and just do um, uh, just another run through. And then I normally don't have to do anything more than like a second or third third pass. See, I, I recommend when you go into a story, like I said, the first passage... When you go to the second one, maybe you want to do your grammar and edit and stuff. Really focused on making your, like, what you're trying to say better. Yeah. Just, like, really expanding things, going into, um, 
Say you're having a paragraph just describing a guy drinking a beer. Simple enough, but maybe on your second passage, you actually want to elaborate on the beer, the taste of the beer, the look of the smell of the beer, the the sweat how it makes off him of the feel, can or yeah. the bottle or whatever. And then the third passage is getting rid of some of yeah. that way too much overwriting. It's it's a fucking process, you know. How however you write, everybody writes different. But for me, like I find when I go through a second passage and I do the rewrites, I will overwrite. And then by the third passage, I'll go back and delete yeah. some of that, and that finds me a happy balance. First one's caveman talk. Second one is way too much right. flowery overwriting. And then the third one's kind of... Trimming. Big. Yeah. And then if you do a fourth passage, that's really getting... But you can, you can do too many passes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, too many passes is, will fuck you up. Can do just as much harm than good. So, we're both writing. That's a good thing. Yes, finally. Yeah. I do need to write more. I wanted to write today, and I have not. And now that I am drinking, I'm not going to. Um... I was going to write last night, but I watched Into the Spider-Verse. You're right. I was going to do the Spider-Man theme, but I it eludes me right now. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Does whatever a spider can. That movie was so good. It's the greatest. The be- best Spider-Man movie ever. It, it is. It has fucking Spider-Hammer. Wasn't it? Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. Yeah. Peter, po- Peter Porker, the Peter spectacular, Por- spectacular Spider-Ham. And it wasn't stupid. No, it wasn't stupid. Do you know who? Do you know who did the voice for that? Who the comedian, um, John Ham or or John? Uh, John Ham's actor. No, um, uh, yeah, shit. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. But as soon as you see him, and uh-huh. you, uh, fuck, and as soon as you see him and you hear him, that's like, oh, that's exactly him. Yeah, I'm going to look it up now. Oh, baby, but that movie was. So- the great, like it. I just, I've seen it. I, I watched it two times in theaters. Two times. Two times. I went to see it by myself, and then I took one of my friend's kids to go see it. He loved it. And then last week, I bought it on DVD. And then I went to another friend's. House. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Who's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Well, then do you know? Okay, okay. so he's Spider Ham. Nicholas Cage is no is Spider Man Noir. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's not Nicholas Cage. Yes, he is. I got the list in front of me. It is Nick- Spider Man Noir is Shymeek Moore. No, a very African American man. No. What are you talking about? No, that's a, Nicholas that's- Cage. Wait a minute. Look at this. If you Google Spider Man into the Spider Verse and go to the cast, it says Shymeek Moore is Spider Man Noir, but it also says Nicholas Cage is Spider Man Noir. What is yeah. happening, sir? Yeah, that's either, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they messed up somehow. I think that guy may be... I think that's uh, Miles, maybe. Yeah. Shouldn't he be... Yeah, he's the first guy on here, so he should be Miles Morales. So I think that's... They just messed up. Do not read the cast list. It is fucking garbage. <laughs> and then... So you got that guy, and then you got the... You got the dude from, um... Oh, the guy who played uh, Ben B. Parker. Um, from, uh... I want to say two broke girls, but it's not two broke girls. It's um. You have Chris Pine as Spider Man. Yeah, he's the one who dies in the beginning. You have Olivia, uh, Catherine, Zoe Kravitz is in here. She's Mary Jane. Yeah. You have uh, dude Jorma. No, that's not the right Jorma. Is that the guy from the Lonely Island? Wait a minute. No, that can't be it. It is Jorma Tacone from the Lonely Island. He plays uh. 
the fuck is this list? He plays the Green Goblin. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. even think he had a voice. Yeah, remember from the, like, you know, I'm on yeah. a boat yeah. and all that shit? Yeah. Yorma. Uh, wait, wait, who are you saying? Uh, the guy who plays Ben B. B. Parker. Um, shit, he was in, um... Dude, Leif Schreiber is Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't look at the cast list. One Kill one. that guy. That, that's a great line. Kill that guy. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Kill that guy. Jake uh, Johnson is Spider-Man. Yeah, but he was in, um, I can't think of the show that he was in. With, uh, yeah, Maharsharala is, Ali is Prowler. That's fucking, he was in, um, uh, that movie that won the Oscar over La La Land, but they picked Oh, La La I didn't even, yeah, I've seen him in a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. a really good actor. Um, I'm not getting the Peter B. Parker. I got Chris Pine and, ooh, Kamiko Glenn is Penny Parker. She was in Orange is the New Black. Oh, really? Yeah. She's fine as wine. <laughs> She's a dime. I would give her... No. <laughs> I would not give her anything. I apologize. It doesn't say Peter B. Parker. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's been... You guys, he was in Let's Be Cops with the one way and with the... Oh, that's, uh, wait a minute, uh, Jake Johnson? Yeah, I think so, Jake yeah. Jake Johnson. But like I said, I just, I can't remember the show that he was on for years and years. That movie was fucking <laughs> great. And the way they did everybody's origin story... Oh, one more time. One more <laughs> time. And like, I love that Tiz, like, the, the, the Peter B. Parker... He's like in his forties. He's overweight. His or sweatpants. Aunt May died. He's divorced. He divorced Mary Jane. He's just crying in his hotel room. The only thing I didn't like about the movie was how badass Mary or uh, Aunt May was. Oh when they, yeah. When they went there, I was like, that doesn't seem fitting to me anyway. But everything else about that movie, I fucking loved how awkward Miles Morales was at first. Oh yeah, just and then when like the whole. Like the whole pigeon gig, whenever he's running from the guy and he gets walks out the walks out the window and he gets hit Pigeons by the pigeon, yeah. and just I, it's just so good to anybody like who's a big like Spider Man fan. Just there's, there's so many nods and Easter eggs. The fact it. that they had black and white Spider Man Noir was great. Who, 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 where's the wind coming from? We're inside. Yeah, where I go, the wind goes. <laughs> he, like the Rubik's cube with the colors was <laughs> yeah. the most amazing thing to him. Or just like, he's like, oh, sometimes I burn a match, I light a match and let it burn so I can feel something and it goes out before it reaches his fingertips <laughs> and he gets all sad. <laughs> and then like, you know, it's like, like the Penny Parker, she was like a 2D animation. Like she looked like an anime character instead of the computer a- a- animation. Now, I'm not super familiar with the Spider-Verse in regards to that. So is Penny Parker a real person? Like, is that in the comics? Well, so a couple years back... They did a spy like an Into the Spider Verse like event series, which doesn't like they just kind of share the same name. They don't like the uh, the story itself is very different, but they share the same name. And there, she had like she was a Spider Man from a different like with that basically that that origin yeah, that, that they told in the movie. Um, but yeah, just in the comics, kind of like that story is different compared to the movie. But yeah. And they and they actually recently did a sequel to that called Spider Geddon because you know Armageddon, Spider Geddon. But again, it's very different to that the uh, the movie storyline. But yes, like all those Spider Man have been are actual different Spider Man in, in in the universe. You know what I've watched uh, last weekend? What's that? 
One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Again? Jack Nicholson. That's yeah. the first time I ever watched it. Whoa, really? It was excellent. Yeah. I've never seen it before. It's good. Yeah, it's real good. I've also watched, uh, I watched Chinatown on Saturday. First time for that too? Yeah. That was okay. I say, that's okay. There's a sequel to that. You were a big Jack Nicholson early 70s movies fan. Yeah, I did. I, there was a time where I did like, whenever there was still like a Hollywood theater, like I went through a lot of Jack Nicholson like movies. Impressive. I was going to watch Gone with the Wind, but I just... Mm, I've uh, never... That's the only old movie I ha- on my list that I haven't got to yet. I've never got never got to that. I well, Pet- there's a newer movie that you've watched recently. Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you about the Pet Cemetery where the pets get buried when they get hit by cars and... I, s- get- I saw, like, a video describing, like, the new movie and the differences, like, on Facebook, and the guy was just talking about, like... Yeah, if you just want to be super fucking utterly depressed and feel like shit by like the end of the movie, like this is this will get you there. Well, let me tell you one thing: if you watch the first one, you're gonna feel the same, and if you watch, read the book, you're probably gonna feel the yeah. same. It's not a happy ending. No, any way you go, the new Pet Cemetery, I felt was good till the final act, and then it shit the bed. Like literally by the last twenty minutes of the movie, me and Mindy, who went with me. Just didn't care anymore what happened. And that was depressing, and I didn't care for the ending. I thought the ending was hot garbage. Not that it was too different from the original a- ending, but it was still different enough that it was like, eh, this sucks. Like, I heard uh, Tim. Tim was telling me that he saw a thing where, like, Stephen King wrote a new ending for the book, and they're like, that's not bleak enough. Not bleak enough. Yeah, not bleak enough. Now, I don't know how, like, you they... It's not that the depressing ending has any, uh, like, I'm fine with depressing endings. It's that, one, the movie took place, everything was dark all the time. Uh, If you watch the original movie, like, the whole climax was in the daytime. When they go to the pet cemetery the first time to bury the cat, it's, like, daytime, and then it gets dark when they're there. This one, everything's in fucking, everything's dark, everything's foggy. It's like that fucking shitty horror movie trope they use on everything now. I didn't like that. Just to hide everything. Um, They cut out some of the scenes, and like, I don't like to compare movies, but they cut out some of the scenes that explain certain things. Like in the first one, they talked about the Civil War or World War Two or whatever it was. The, uh, the, some dad, his son died in the war, and he... You know, he buried him in the pet cemetery. Well, the you know the Indian burial ground brought him back, and he wasn't the same. And yeah. the, the townspeople came, burned the house down, killed him, whatever. It didn't do anything like that. It, it kind of glossed over a lot of stuff. The character of Judd, John Lithgow's good, but they should have used the guy from Pet Cemetery too. Oh yeah, the guy that was in Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah, the, the, he has the real deep voice because he's an old man now. He's perfect. Yeah, he's the deep voice. That, yeah. he, he's creepy. He would have he would have been a perfect fit. Regardless, like the John Lithgow character, I just didn't feel like it was super engaging. They kind of went into like more of a cult feel with like the kids with the mask and Which stuff. I, but didn't they didn't, rem- I don't remember that before in like the well, book. Yeah, I don't remember that, but that's it's fine. It's just they don't actually elaborate on that, so it's fine. I just felt that the movie was lacking that fucking punch of the gut you feel. But a lot of that was because of the plot twist of, which everybody knows, if you've seen the trailer, the little girl gets Dies. hit, not Gage, which is fine. But when you watch the movie, it's very clear 
that they made the movie so you think Gage is going to get run over and it's going to kill you like the original in the book. And then it's the girl that gets killed. Well, the trailer gave that away. It fucked it up. If you didn't watch the trailer, you might like this movie more. Yeah. It would have been nice to be surprised by that going in. Yeah, that that was very shitty. I don't know why the whoever mar- whatever marketing team was behind this movie shit the bed because that was a poor decision. Do not give that away. The character of Zelda, her death is different, which is fine. She's kind of scary, but it's not like the first one at all. Mm. It's just it doesn't it doesn't do it for you. Overall, I give it a s- 5.7 out of 10. I don't know. Maybe a 6. It, I didn't think it was very good. I liked the first the first couple acts of it were all right. It was a good build up, but it kind of got boring. It got stale. It just didn't live up to what I thought Pet Cemetery could be. It wasn't like how they did it where it was original but it's still entertaining. Yeah. I felt like I felt like they should have added something or taken something away. I'm not sure, but it just you haven't seen it, right? No. You're not missing much. Watch it on DVD, folks. Mm. Watch it on demand. No, I also went and I saw a new movie recently. I saw Shazam. Ooh, yeah. How was that? Because I want to see that, but I didn't want to see it in theater. It's fun. It looks fun. It's super fun. That's what a comic book movie should be. Yeah, it's fun. It's 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 really fun. Um, you know, uh, Zach Levi does a good job of being like a kid, like slash teenagers who gets these powers and what like how that person would act. There's a lot of little kind of nods to different um, Shazam kind of characters and villains. There's a cool, like, the after credit scene is a nice little, little uh, preview of what the sequel is going to be. And anybody who's a fan of, like, that kind of stuff. Or just in comic in general, because the end's just so very super comic. Um, What's better, Captain Marvel or Shazam? Um... A lot of people didn't like Brie Larson's acting in Captain Marvel. Uh, no, I think she did a good job. Um, I think that gets you can kind of get you have to be careful with that because you can kind of only get pigeonholed because with it being a a prequel, you kind of have things set like you know. So I feel like maybe that made it maybe have restricted it a little bit more. And um, I think the sequel to that will be better because it can be a little bit more open. She's already had her power. She's had time to... You don't have to explain everything. Yeah, so she can kind of just go from the gate. Um, and you already will have... You'll get more of, see more of her in Endgame, too, so you can be even more familiar with the, the character. I don't want to sound like one of those DC dudes, but like I would probably go. I like I probably had a funner time at Shazam. At Shazam. Like I, you know, and it, you know, you meant to have more laughs and and things like that at for that movie and and things like that. But I just you know I just really enjoyed the different things that they did. I still say that uh, Zach Levi is wearing a muscle suit. He is wearing a muscle suit. Suit, but that's then, 100%. They kept on saying for like why they kept on trying to deny that he wasn't. He's not that buff. And like and he's got buff like I've seen like you but he's know. He's not that buff. No, he's not that buff. The guy who plays Superman's not that buff. Like especially if you consider when you look at it like they're big just like solid things of muscle. Yeah. Like there's no definition to like Doesn't any of it and stuff. But I mean like it still looks good the way that they they do it and stuff, but yeah, I just, I really enjoyed that movie. 
I would recommend any of it, especially if you have kids. It's good for the kids to go see it. You know, I'm sure they relate with the little kids. Can and I spit stuff a hot like... topic in your face real quick? Okay. I saw the full trailer of Hellboy when I went to see Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Looks like fucking garbage. That's it what looks I... terrible, dude. That's what I keep on hearing. I was the really... CGI is awful. I was really tempted on trying to watch it either yesterday or today since I was off. But I just I, I was didn't. on the border before, but now I'm definitely not watching it. That trailer looked like shit. I just I don't I don't know what they're doing. Like, do not give them your money. Don't do it. Do I might not give go them to the theater. A, I will give them the money because I want a I want another future Hellboy movie down the line that could possibly be better. If I don't give them my money, then there might never be. Another That's what Hellboy. they want. Don't do it. Do not give them your money. Don't. I mean, I, get the DVD, fucking you know, on demand, whatever. Watch I, it a different way. Do not watch it in the movie. I mean, yeah. I wa- I watched both of the new Ninja Turtles movies because you're stupid. <laughs> I did not watch those because they look shitty. That, the Ninja Turtles look awful. That I can, I'm such a total guy. I'm such a Ninja Turtle guy. I can't. I have to. I but have they to watch so them. Bad. They were terrible. They were so big they didn't and look chunky, good. and there's no way they fit through a manhole cover. No, fuck no. How did they get... It doesn't make sense. I hate it. I hate it. The first ones were so good. The original movie turtles were so good looking. And then they well, went this route. I heard that they're, supposed to, that they're supposed to be doing a reboot of the classic series. So I don't know if that means that they're going to go more to the makeup route. And just like add CG where they need it for like like you know like fight scenes and different things like that. There's no reason they can't have a, just a cool suit. Yeah, and then I mean, do a little CG to fucking you know emphasize the graphics. But you don't have to. They shouldn't just be computer. especially especially with the way that makeup is now. Yeah, they, makeup is so good now. They like, should they, not be computerized completely. That's stupid. Because they was able to do that that awesome stuff back there. With um, with just literally rubber suits. Yeah, you have makeup now that they they actually be able to make because like I don't know if people know that, but like all their uh, uh, facial expressions and stuff in those old in those old movies, they're done by remote. Yeah, That's, they're like fucking old Jim Henson type shit. Yeah, so like now you could literally mode it in a way to where the actor can emote his own feelings while they're doing the stuff. Like I just. I, that's what I hope they do in the next run of, of Ninja Turtle movies. They probably won't. They won't. Michael but. Bay will direct it. No, he's awesome. not involved from what I've heard. I fucking hope not. He's not involved in the... Uh, they they kicked him out of the Transformer stuff. Good. Let me ask you this. Did you? What did you think of Sin City 2? I never got around to watching Sin City 2. I've no, never don't got watch a, it. Because it never, sucks. I never got around to watching Sin it's City not good. 2. They fucked it up. You know why they fucked it up? Because it looks shitty. I don't know. It just wasn't that good. Well, it took so long, too, that the expectation got, like... If it just got put out, like, a year or two after the first one, but it was, like, almost a decade. Yeah. Completely off topic. Why did I have to buy a Sin City book? (laughs) What the... I did not order that. There's no way I ordered a Sin City book. How did that get under my name? How long was that under my name for? I was so surprised. Like, yeah, why would it take so long? It didn't make any sense. How long was that under my name? Because when I read the Sin City books that I borrowed off of you, yeah. it was like, what, five years ago? Yeah, you, you were still working at Walmart. So there was 100% no reason why I would order one, right? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So like, what the fuck happened here? As if you wanted your own set. I do not. <laughs> what happened here? Why did I have to buy that book? It was like 20 bucks. 
What are you gonna do with that? Burn it? Like, I don't know. And it's like the second volume, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I had the first volume, luckily. But oh, well, maybe you had the first volume. You ordered the second volume, and then I did I... not order the second volume. <laughs> I did one hundred percent did not order the second volume. I don't know how Colin got that information, but I did not order it. I don't want it. Just wait a couple of months and and trade it back in for like five dollars. Why would I order that book? Five years after I started reading the fucking series and finished it. It doesn't make any sense. Because no other time did he ever say, hey, you ordered this book. It's been sitting here. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, hey, Caleb, you got this book. I'm like, what? <laughs> the only thing I can think of is I was looking around on his website like a month ago, just randomly. And maybe I clicked on something, but I don't have a fucking any kind of comics now profile or anything yeah. like that. So how the fuck would I order something? Oh, no. It's a mystery. If I didn't eat all his free pizza, I would fucking definitely a bitch, bitched about it. But I, I just, I just fucking gave him the twenty bucks. But I'm not gonna read it because I already read it. It didn't make sense. I racked my brain. I could not figure out why I have that book now. We have to order the other ones now. I'm not gonna. You gotta. I don't want them. What do you do when you get the next one? There's volume three in there. I'm gonna fucking never come back to <laughs> comics again. It didn't make any sense. How did that book get under my name? <laughs> has this kept you up at night? Yeah, it has, because I don't understand how I ordered it when I didn't. Because I don't have a profile on anything. I'm yeah. not signed into anything on the internet, so I could, like, click something accidentally. There's no way I would have ordered that. If I would have ordered it, it would have been through my comics now, and I would have ordered the whole series at once. A long time ago. Five years ago. <laughs> Colin, you're fucking me over <laughs> If I was to order something, it would have been anything else. <laughs> Not fucking Sin City that I read five years ago. Maybe more. For free. For free. That's funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> From an outside perspective. It doesn't make sense. I was more surprised. When I went up there, uh, like he uh, he said... He what, did you, what did you think it was going to be? Well, you guys said, oh, you got a book up there. I was like, I got a book up there? So I went up there. And I think I might have been drunk already somehow. And I went up there and I was like... What? Yeah, you were because I gave you a ride and you were drinking before I yeah. even got here. So I was like, oh, it must be the fucking next book club book or something. They're fucking with me. And I was like, this book? And I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. And he's like, no, Sin City. I was like, what? <laughs> Sin City? And then I bought the fucking next book club book and I don't fucking care. I don't know. Weird. I don't like it. I don't like ordering shit that I didn't order. I could have got Amazon for 10 Right? At least. Cheaper if you got it used. Yeah. I would definitely got on my comic shop for like eight bucks. Why would I order from you, Colin, for twenty bucks? I did not order that. I, I got a forty dollar bill that I had to fucking pull out because I got that in the book club book and I wasn't planning on making any purchases that <laughs> night. I was, I was quite upset. Just planning on getting drunk and eating some pizza. That's all I wanted to do. Get drunk and eat free pizza. <laughs> No, nothing's free. He probably just like he likes Sin City. Click. Ah, <laughs> oh, nothing fuck. in this world is for free, man. Yeah. Oh shit, we did another hour. Oh yeah. Time just flies when you're having fun. Is there anything else you can think of talking about real quick, or we need to throw out there? Do you have a rap battle? Boom. I fucked your mm. mom, and she mm. was great, mm. but then I mm. found out her name was Tom. And, no. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I have anything to talk about. Talk about writing. I read stuff. 
I'm going to read... Are you going to read Hair of the Dog Part 2 here soon, or are you just gonna... Not? I, I want to. I don't know how soon, because I... Um, I was almost done with that uh, a Stephen King short collect, uh, yeah, short sure. story collection that I um I stopped to get Hair of the Dog done. So I'm definitely going to finish that first before I go on to any other novels. I'm reading the Hemingway collection. I only have about 50 pages left, so I'll read that. I was going to read Anna Karenin, which is like a thousand or more pages. <laughs> but then I'm thinking now there's a Yukio Mishima book, which is Spring Snow, which is like three, four hundred pages. I don't know, but it's not that long. But it is uh, the first part of, uh, I forget the name of it, but for four books, a trilogy, a quad trilogy. I don't know, but it's four books. So I might just actually read that whole. Does he? Books. Does he already have him out already? Or he's dead. So yeah. Oh okay. He died. and He killed himself. He. Let me give you a little breakdown of Yukio I, Mishima. I'm gonna say this isn't the guy that the one Japanese writer that. You no, know, you're thinking of Haruki Murakami. No, Yukio Mishima was a writer in the early half of the 20th century in Japan. He. Came about, he wrote, um, I don't want to break down his bibliography, but I think he, I forget when he died, 1947 or 50, it was right after like World War Two. he, uh, he wrote a bunch of books, was always like close to winning a Nobel Prize, but never did, and he ended up having like a political coup where he took over like some kind of, uh, national defense building or something in Japan. This is pretty fucking badass. He's descendant from samurais. So a lot of people were saying he was the last samurai because he came from samurais. The takeover did not go as he planned and he finished the the fourth book in his, you know, four book series. He fucking had one of the guys that was in the involved with the takeover with him. He had them he did the seppuku Oh, he cut his gut open, and then he had the dude cut off his fucking head. He he went out like a real samurai, killed himself. He was only like forty something years old. Well, like why though? I thought that was for like whenever you dishonored yourself for like political beliefs, and I guess the dishonor was that they nobody else went with it. Or like if you got beat in battle or something, like I get he felt like he lost because the people were in the audience. uh it was like a bunch of military people that were outside the building were like jeering him. So they're like, boo, you fucking suck. And some people were, I guess, with, I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. He fucking ended up killing himself. Got his head cut off. It was pretty badass. Like, yeah, that's a, it was a fucking crazy way to go. Definitely going out on your own terms, I'd say. Yeah, but that's the, uh, so Spring Snow is the first book in that. So have you read of any of his stuff before this? Yeah, or? I read like five other of the novels. Oh, okay. So. The, once I read this, I'm pretty much don't have much else to read from him. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure exactly what else. I, I like I said, I want to check it out, but I don't know like um how soon and if we're gonna do like another book club on it. If I mean that would probably would make me read it the soonest, but I don't I don't think we should probably do. No offense to him, but I, like yeah. do multiple. Think, well, we're not gonna his, do another book club or a book of the month on him because that would be unfair. Um, I was thinking of Polly Cooley's Into the Black series. Into the Black, yeah. Or the Black series, whatever yeah. it's called. Um, Again, that's another, that's like a longer one, isn't it? 
Yeah, but we but can I mean, read yeah. the first one and just do that and just. Um, and I think like his stuff, you can still get like. Can we get like hard covers of his? Or, like, yeah, we get prints of his. Like, yeah, we can get print copies. Because I definitely that that definitely be down with that. Though I though with like I read through this story his story pretty quick like on my phone like I read through it pretty Dude, quick. Dude, ebooks are the future. I'm just saying, ebooks yeah. are nice because I read the classics on there, and I read a lot of Haruki Murakami books on there just because it's actually cheaper. Yeah, to get the you know the ebook version, and you could look up words you don't know, and just because like a lot of the translations I read, um, like Japanese literature, you'll still have like Japanese words in there sometimes, just because of that like you can yeah, translation, for, yeah. so you can look it up and find out what it means, which is cool, or like the name of towns and different things like that. Um, holy shit, we're at over an hour. So I guess we should end this. Man. So, what was this episode? Drunk. Yeah. Drunk. Drinking with six. Thanks and slurring. Yep. You folks are wonderful. We love you very much. We appreciate your reading of our work. So if you want to read future work and say, hey, I love your work. Let me comment, like, share, and everything else. Go to drunkenpenwriting.com. You can check us out at Drunk Pen Writing on Twitter, where we share cool things. I don't know. I guess. And you can check us out on Facebook if you're old. You can hit us up at Drunken Pen Writing on Facebook. If you're old and elderly and like to bitch about things that nobody cares about, please do. You can say, hey, I don't agree with this post. And then give us seven paragraphs of things that you disagree with. And you can check us out on YouTube. You know the name, Drunken Pen Writing. And then there is Instagram, which we don't have yet. Should we get an Instagram? What are we going to put on it? Screenshots of, like, our computer screens? Dick pics? Oh, well. Yeah, I mean. We could if we put the effort in, but I feel like I put too much effort into everything else for the website. I don't want to do more. Um, also, you're in charge of going to Pittsburgh every month now and finding hookers for oh. the weekly podcast. Oh, okay. So, that's your job. Okay. You folks have wait, wonderful... Wait, 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 wait. Male or female? Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Does it really matter? I was just wanted to make sure. Whatever your preference. Okay. We don't discriminate. You folks have a wonderful evening, afternoon, morning, whatever it is in your neck of the woods. See you later. Bye.